0: Hello, people, and welcome to another episode of Africa in My Kitchen.
1: Uh huh. And today we're coming to you from Lesotho, that is, Le So To, in southern Africa. The country is called Lesotho, but the culture is called Basoto. And let's kick things off right with the Basoto proverb. It goes like this cattle are born with ears, their horns grow later. Uh, I guess that's a way of saying strong and big things have to start from somewhere. Like, just don't jump into the deep end, start from the shallow end and make progress.
0: Anyway, that's my interpretation. I read it as, um, do not despise small beginnings. Mm. Because you start with something small and then it grows. Like, even big things have to start from somewhere. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Um, you know, this proverb can make you, Yemi, either feel a little guilty or feel like it's very apt because of what our feature dish is. Mm -hmm. today is all about oxtail and oxtail stew and for those who don't know oxtail is exactly that the tail of an ox which is a kind (laughs) of cow
1: (laughs) yeah um oxtail features in british and caribbean cuisine as well it isn't as big in other parts of the african continent but in the south it is definitely more prominent
0: Lesotho is one of only three territories in the world with land borders completely surrounded by another country or territory. Mm -hmm. The other two are San Marino in Southern Europe and the Vatican City. In Lesotho's case, it is completely surrounded by South Africa. So there is a big South African influence in the country's cuisine. For instance, a featured dish, oxtail, is also a specialty in South Africa.
1: In 1869, the country became a British colony and was called Busotoland. After independence in 1966, it was renamed the kingdom of Lesotho. Lesotho has a population of about 2 million people. The capital city is Maseru and the official language is Sesotho. Here's a fun fact for you. In the movie Black Panther, the director's depiction of Wakanda was partially inspired by the kingdom of Lesotho. The blue fabrics that Wakabe and the border tribe wore in the movie are actually Basoto blankets.
0: So let's talk about the food. But before we do, don't forget that you can support us by buying us virtual cups of coffee, shopping through our affiliate links, or sponsoring the ingredients in an episode. Mm-hmm. All the relevant links are in the show notes or on our social media pages. Thanks for your support. Okay, so we've talked about some other Southern African countries. And like countries like Eswatini, Basoto cuisine has a good deal of maize, beans, and also sorghum. One major dish is called Moto. Which is a porridge made from sorghum. Now the internet says that Motoho is like Sishwala. This is significant if you listen to our episode from Asotini. After our Sishwala debacle in Asotini, I'm we're even scared to say this is a fact. So we will just say the internet said, not us. The internet said Motoho is like Seshwala and we're gonna back away slowly. slowly.
1: Yep. If it's not true that Motoho is like Sishwala. You didn't hear the story from us, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyhow, in Lesotho, you can find buta bute. I hope I'm saying this correctly. And that's a spinach and tangerine soup. There's lekotlane, a beef sauce served with potatoes and spinach. You can also find chicken feet sautéed with greens, which I'm guessing Yemi will enjoy because she likes chicken feet. I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another dish from Lesotho is
1: lakahari. It is a mix of offals that are cooked. There is also boroto, which is a type of steamed or brick bread. Basoto also has basoto burgers. Now, a basoto burger is not a traditional burger. It is actually a patty made from chicken and served with pap, kale, and peas. Pap itself is a stiff porridge made from maize. Once you're done exploring dishes or if you're thirsty, you can then enjoy gemere which is a ginger beer.
0: There are many things you can do with oxtail. You can braise it and then slow cook it. You can add it into stew. Different things you can do with it. But the recipe we used cooks oxtail slowly in spices and vegetables. So the traditional recipe would have said cook it for about two to three hours. But I have this thing called the instant pot that I use to cheat. Yeah, It's
1: essentially a pressure cooker.
0: Yes. And so I kind of skipped over the cook slowly part and kind of cooked it under higher pressure so it still ended up cooked but just a little bit faster now for this particular recipe you have your oxtail you have onions red and green peppers um i found out that the grocery store now sells sliced frozen red and green peppers bell peppers and i was so excited so i used that um oh you didn't know
1: Nah, man that just seems lazy
0: oh i know you're not telling me about being like la- you're not telling me that I'm. A I'm lazy? not
1: lazy. I just don't like cooking. There's a difference. Can when you there's imagine? something I want to make, I will move heaven and earth. Well, to you know
0: it. what? Next time, I will bring you the seed to plant the green pepper for me, and then you can now use no, that. But
1: to- is it not the same green pepper? Let's not even go into it. But is it not? Is it not the same green pepper? They just slice it for you.
0: Yes. Seriously. Well, you, you, the thing was, I was but I was buying stuff in advance. I didn't want it to go bad before I could cook it. So I was very excited to see. Anyhow, I got the frozen red and green peppers. If you're like me, I don't always like cutting vegetables. They're available.
1: Cutting vegetables is actually kind of therapeutic, actually.
0: Not for me. Anyhow, let's go back to it. Oxtail, onions, red and green peppers, tomato puree, curry powder, bay leaves, a little bit of red wine, chicken stock. You need um, potatoes and you need carrots. And this recipe also called for basil pesto that was made from scratch i didn't find any basil for this because the basil mafia the basil mafia struck again i don't know what happens with basil during certain times of the year i guess it's a seasonal plant mm-hmm. but i couldn't find basil anywhere to make this pesto so i used arugula instead if you're not familiar well there's another name for irregular it's, it's called rockets depending on where you live i think in europe people call it rocket rockets and in north america people call it arugula, and in the rest of the world i'm not sure what they call it it depends. Um, Another thing that was called for was fennel, but I couldn't find any fresh fennel. So I looked up substitutes for fennel and it said, if you have fennel seeds, which I have, instead of using a fennel bulb, you can use celery and fennel seeds as a mix to give a similar, not exact, but a similar taste. So I did that. Mm. Now the basil recipe, um, when we post the recipe on the blog, you see what pesto is called for. So that was irregular olive oil, a little bit of feta cheese, salt, pepper, and garlic of course for your basil to make this dish you first brown your oxtail if i could go back and do something differently i would season the oxtail with salt and pepper first i usually season before i brown but i was going with the recipe when your oxtail is washed the recipe just says brown your oxtail after you've browned it in some oil you take it out you add the celery the peppers and the onions and then your pesto Um, Then you add your oxtail, put that back in, add in your seasoning. Um, Sometimes that could be curry, black pepper, oregano, any herbs of your choice. And
1: by curry, do you mean the curry blend?
0: Curry blend. So the one that you see in the grocery store that says curry, don't overthink it. I mean, curry is curry. It's just that the curry that you see is a blend and mix of other spices. Just to give you some context, she's bringing this up because she found out a couple episodes ago that curry, the spice, is actually a blend of other spices. It's not a spice by itself.
1: (laughs) I mean, a lot of people listening probably know that too. Maybe, maybe not.
0: (laughs) So you add the curry, tomato puree, whatever other spices you want, I guess, um, and some stock. If you have any, that would help as well. A little bit of maybe chicken stock or beyond cube or something like that. And then you add a little bit of red wine. I used about four tablespoons of red wine in this recipe and some bay leaves. And you cover everything and you cook. Now keep in mind, I used an instant pot. So what took about maybe an hour or two took 25 minutes for me. After 25 minutes, I added the carrots and the potatoes and then cooked for 15 more minutes. Now some oxtail recipes like the carrots and potatoes to dissolve into the sauce and thicken it i didn't want that i wanted the carrots and the potatoes to stay in the sauce and in the original recipe that's what happens they add the carrots and the potatoes a lot closer to when cooking is done so that it doesn't become too soft so um on the whole i think i used the instaport to first saute and then by the time i put everything in and cooked it cooked for about 40 to 45 minutes in total now one thing to keep in mind is that oxtail is a fatty cut of meat and it does tend to bring out a lot of oil. So from time to time, you might find that you want to strain out the oil. Or if you're comfortable with it the way it is, you can eat it that way as well.
1: Well, I think interestingly, just looking at the dish, it just makes you want to jump inside the screen <laughs> or picture and just start eating. I think I,
0: the oxtail. I think the oxtail. Yeah. yeah.
1: And honestly, I know we fall in love with a lot of the dishes that we talk about on the on the podcast. But I think also there's a reason why these dishes are very popular in the countries that we're visiting, in air quotes. Um, The consistency of the dish itself is between a porridge and a sauce. Mm -hmm. Um, The tomatoes give it a red tinge, but nothing too overwhelming. I think the curry and some of the spices may have toned some of the red down. So it it doesn't look like super red. It's kind of brownish. It's almost as if you you used palm oil, but not so that's in terms of color. I'm not saying taste, Interesting. just color. So if you've been following some of our previous episodes and you've seen some of the pictures of the dishes where we have used spam oil, it, it doesn't necessarily look exactly like that. But if you want to picture kind of the color profile, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. But then you have almost like a porridge sauce midway thingy. That um has you can see some of the potatoes, you can see some of the oxtails sticking out, and so all that together just looks very, very rich. As in just looking at it makes you both full and hungry at the same time. <laughs> Cause full, because you're like, man, if I eat this time, I'm going to fall asleep. Hungry because like I can't wait to get some of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I I liked it. I think I'm already partial because this is oxtail, right? Um, and we're probably going to have a, a short conversation about this later when Yemi talks about what she thought about the dish, but I am used to my oxtail being fall of the bone soft. Um, whenever I order Caribbean food, I'm always partial to the oxtail. I love fall of the bone concepts, not for everything, but for oxtail and for ribs specifically. So even with the Instapot, it didn't cook to the level of tenderness that i wanted and i could have probably let it cook a little bit more but then i was thinking about it and i don't know if an Instapot pot is perfect for making oxtail because there is an element of slow cooking so maybe if i'd done it a little longer under low pressure that would have helped um uh, then again it is oxtail i love oxtail i liked the taste of the food um the sauce was it was nice it wasn't too too different from anything i'd had before Um, one thing I should mention is that I overdid it with the fennel seeds. So it's a bit of a strong fennel taste coming through and also celery is also very strong. So I found that the celery came through as well. But apart from that, it just seemed like a a regular stew that was elevated by the fact that it had oxtail in it for Hmm. me. So it was, it was like a savory, it comes across as a hearty, one of those hearty, savory dishes. I tried it with a South African, Southern African pap first, Mm -hmm. and then I had it again with pasta i think i preferred it with the pasta to be honest i tried to go low on the pasta because this also has potatoes in it but yeah i i think the star of the dish for me was definitely the oxtail
1: yeah i would agree with you for almost different reasons you wanted it soft and i was very happy with the level where it was because i don't like oxtail too soft well i don't like meat too soft anyway
0: (laughs) and this is a fact because i just ate some of her meats and i think i lost a tooth. You didn't
1: lose a tooth. Mm. Your tooth got to work out. It's not my fault you have like tooth that are like not very strong. Okay. (laughs) You have teeth. Anyway. (laughs) I didn't want to play that (laughs) You just need to get yourself stronger teeth. Um, But I really liked the oxtail. I liked the the consistency and the um, softness. Or It was almost like a medium soft. Because a lot of people like to cook. The oxtail so much that it almost feels like you're eating paper. It just kind of melts away, you know, <laughs> like why? So I love the fact that, you know, it's had a little bit of a crunch to it where you can like stick your teeth a little bit, chew it a little bit. You're like, mm. man, as you're eating, you're giving glory to the Lord. You're like, oh, God, thank you for your mercies. So it was really good Um, for me. I didn't have it with anything else, um, mostly because I really enjoyed it as itself. With the potatoes, it was pretty filling. Um, In terms of taste profile, I really, really would agree with Ijeoma. Um, But one thing I liked as well... I'm not sure how much pepper you added, but I really liked the extent of heat that was in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I almost felt... I felt some heat, but it was very, very... Like, it was minimal. I think normally where you know me, I like to add like extra, extra, extra. But with this one, it was just appropriate. I didn't have to add anything more. Mm -hmm. It just... It was a very, it's a very hearty. I was gonna dish. say maybe that's
0: why you didn't need as much spice when it's a filling dish. Yeah, it's you don't filling. Need, it's yeah.
1: hearty, and in terms of taste, I would hundred percent just agree with it. Man, just take what she said and just transpose my voice on top of it. <laughs> that's all. But yeah, that's that's it. Like I don't know, I don't have much to say, and I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. <laughs> li- literally, that's it. It's really nice. It's really hearty. If you ever visit a restaurant that um, that features dishes from Lesotho. Mm -hmm. definitely definitely if this one is on the menu give it a try Mm -hmm. then thank us you're welcome and here's
0: the thing even if you've had oxtail before because you want to be clear oxtail is a dish that is eaten in different parts of the world and everybody makes it differently yeah so this is not the typical one that you would find in a caribbean restaurant Mm -hmm. i think that tends to be a little bit sweeter a little bit darker the Mm. sauce yeah and so it's 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 a very different taste
1: and i tried it once it was too soft so i never tried it again okay (laughs) <laughs> anyway that is it for today folks if i get myself in
0: trouble thank you for listening and we hope you learned something new next time we'll be visiting a country with a very different history from most of africa when it comes to colonial history and links to europe we'll be visiting a country that has historical links to north america can you guess where Thank you for listening. While the podcast airs every two weeks, we have a backlog of episodes just waiting for you to enjoy.
1: The show is a collaboration between Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry.
0: Africa in My Kitchen is produced by Tunuka Media and co-hosted with 234 Pantry. So while on Instagram, visit both Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry. With Tunuka Media, you'll find out about more shows produced which aren't necessarily food-related, while on 234 Pantry, you will get more food-related content.
1: For example, Tunica Media also produces another show called Overlooked, which I host. All the links with the relevant information to connect with us are located in the show notes. Like, subscribe, and share within your community. We'd also really love for you to give the show a high rating wherever you enjoy your podcasts.